Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening. Day today is the 25th of July, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bonnie Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edward III of The Athletic. James, I am in Los Angeles, California. There's going to be a lot of reverberation. Uh, I am moving out of my apartment, so there's nothing in here anymore. Uh, So the acoustics in here are bad. But what are we doing today? That hat is bad, too. What is that? It says, Gone Fishing. You don't like this hat? Can I tell you something before we jump into what we're going to be doing today? Sure. I got this hat at 7-Eleven. Fitting. Okay, I, was at the, I was at the checkout, and I was like, I got to have that. But you I know have what a that hat problem. reminds me of? What's that? Have you you've seen the Teddy Perkins Atlanta episode? <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. um, uh, what's the guy's actual name? Late, uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield? Yeah, when he buys the uh, just the hat off at the counter. Oh. <laughs> and uses permanent marker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a, a new problem, though, with whenever I wear hats, okay? If I'm walking into a room and there are people that I know in that room, my problem is, is I keep looking like I just got drafted. Because I always do the, I walk into the room and I, you know, I pull the hat down, stuff like that. Like, oh, what's going on, everybody? You know what I'm talking about? You pull the brim down, like, oh, it's just, it's just old Nick. I always do that. That's my new biggest problem. Um, okay. What are we going to be doing today, James? Well, there will be nothing to talk. There's nothing to talk about for the next few months. It's the ultimate dead period of the NBA calendar, which is usually always filled. Um, so today. We are recording this on Sunday, and we're dropping on our, our – we're going back to a Monday. We're dropping this on Monday. If you're listening to this, hopefully it's Monday. Uh, we're doing our – we're both ranking our top 10 Pistons jerseys of all time. And if you're wondering cool. why we're doing this today, um, all I will say is you will understand very, very soon. Very, if you're very, watching very this soon. on, like, Wednesday, you'll be like, oh, okay, now I get why yeah, they did yeah, that. Yeah, that's all I'll say. So, yeah, I thought it would be fun to, to rank our top 10 Pistons jerseys of all time. Cool. Obviously, it's a divisive. This this fan base is very divisive when it comes to jersey. I think thirty five and under has a much different appreciation for certain jerseys than the thirty six and up. Yeah, um, I think my list obviously reflect reflects uh, me being under the age of thirty five. So, so I gave my list a once over twice, like a like a confirmation so a twice like over a, a twice over. Because because of exactly what you just said, where I'm like, this is a bad this is going to be a bad list to most people because it's so subjective to the person that you're asking. So um, and it might be bad for a podcast because jerseys are visual. So I'll try to describe the years and the eras as best as possible on mine so that you can go Google them. I think I think all 10 of mine people will be like, 
Oh, I know what he's talking about. I, I think the majority of mine too. Yeah, but there's a yeah. couple. There's one that okay. I, I learned that I'd never seen before. Uh, that's pretty high on my list. We're starting from ten, right? Yeah, you go okay. first. Okay, uh, if, number ten. If you also, if you have the sleeved jerseys on here, because I can see you doing that, uh, you'll no longer be on the podcast. <laughs> okay, great news. I'm very happy you said that because once we got around to like six or seven, I was going to throw in there. Hey, this is where sleeve jersey territory was kind of starting to get. Yes. I'm just going to let you know now. I'm going to let you know now. I'm going to spoil it. No sleeve jerseys. All right, good. No chrome either. I kept them off. Oh come on! All right, just checking. All right, go ahead. I'm a I'm a man of culture. Uh, number 10 he says as this is his number 10 jersey of all time the 2018-2019 black uniforms oh with the with the gray stripe down the middle yep the the Blake ones Blake was too good another Blake Griffin shout out in another episode of the Bunny Cardigan show uh, I think they're too fire I my brother tends to think that too many teams uh, have black alternates when it's like when black hasn't actually been ingrained in that team's color scheme and like, you're just giving them a black uniform just cause it looks cool and yeah. it always looks cool. And like, you can make the case that it doesn't make sense for Detroit, but it does make sense for Detroit because of all the bad boy stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I've always, I've always loved them. Yeah. And I, I don't think people know. I mean, I, uh, I imagine most people know, uh, first while we're talking about we're on, while we're on history, shout out to Keith black Trudeau, who we've had on the pod ultimate pistons yeah. historian he has a new podcast which is a oh, basically nice. pistons historian podcast so go check that out i forget the name of it but uh keith black trudeau you can follow him on twitter if you don't if you're listening to this pod you probably follow keith so check yeah. out his pod i actually don't have that jersey on here i didn't hate it but i to go back to what i was gonna say people don't i don't think people understand the relationship between the bad boys and the raiders at the time and i think that was the black right. and gray right. was a play on that right um i don't have those jerseys on here but that, okay, that's yeah. not a bad yeah. jersey. Those aren't terrible jerseys. It's 10, you know, so yeah. it's like it's not. I'm not that attached to it. What's your number 10? The red jerseys from the Grant Hill era. I want to say 95. Uh, blue Pistons lettering. Okay. Red jersey, blue on the stripes. Uh, yeah, Grant. I don't, I don't know if they only played in those for a year. I know in 1995 they wore that jersey. So the red jersey during the Grant Hill era. Okay. Number nine. We're going deep, deep cut. I think okay. we might have the same one. The Zollner Piston home uniforms, the ones that literally said Zollner Pistons on them when we were in like Fort Wayne, when okay. George Yard, when people were George like factory, when people were like factory workers, uh, and like Milkman. that was that was literally like their union job was as a factory worker, and then they also were allowed to play basketball. Yeah, and during their lunch those breaks. Were, yeah, those are fire uniforms. Okay. I don't hate them. Uh, not on my list. <laughs> valid. Only valid. Number nine got? for me. The white jersey with the bolt. Yeah. Uh, introduced in 1980. Uh, the team wore them in 2005 for Hardwood during the Hardwood Classics year. I think they wore it. I don't know if it was just one game or they wore it at different times throughout that year. But there is like a Chauncey. Chauncey has worn yep. this jersey. All white. Uh, I think it says Pistons and bluish red lettering with the bolt underneath. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd say most of our audience probably knows that from the 2005 year more so than when they were introduced in 1980. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's my number nine. Do I call an audible or do I just read the list? 
No, you had enough time to lock it in. I told you this You're right. days ago. You're that right. This was, I had about three days. Yeah. I had about three days. You're right. We even talked about it this morning. I w- the Audible was going to be exactly what you just said, and I was going to have that as my number seven, and I was going to kick what I'm about to say off. Wait, we're at number eight now. Was- uh, this is number seven for me because I went first, so that was eight for you. This no, that was nine seven. for me. How was that nine for you? You did 10. I did 10. You did nine. Oh, I, I forgot nine. that 10 counts as like a... You're right. You're right. So this is eight still. Yeah. You're right. All right. What I wrote was the 2019-2020 uh, red with blue stripe. Those reds. The Derrick Rose reds. I have those on here. Okay. So it's not insane. I just love them. I and it was so because... It was because, I mean, it was also the first time that we had had red back since, like, Chauncey. And, you know, so it had been, like, what, 15 years. And so it was a big, like, oh, they're not giving us teal, but they're giving us red. And this is a step in the right direction. So maybe is it more symbolic? And that's why I like it a little bit more. Maybe. But I also think that they're just really nice uniforms. I thought they were fire. When I saw them, I remember remember when the picture first came out. I didn't love them. But when you saw it in person, it popped. So I remember, yep. like, the first game they wore them, and, like, seeing them, they popped. I like that jersey. It's on my list. It's higher than, obviously, where you have it. Cool. What do you got at eight, then? Number eight. This is the team's first ever red jersey. 1974, I think, to 1978. They wore them in that range. They had really cool shorts with, like, white and blue rectangular diagonal stripes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was the team's first red jersey. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm a fan of colors. And this is already my, what, is this my second or third red jersey? Oh, second red jersey, and we've only done three. So, uh, yeah, I this today was actually, or not today, during the uh, information accumulation for this pod and this list, I this is actually the first time I've seen them. Um, I thought they were pretty cool. I didn't know that they wore red prior to Grant. Uh, yep. I had no idea. I'm not a Pistons historian. So uh, I like I like those a lot. So my list is about to get really annoying. Mine's it's about to get it's about to get This really is where mine gets good. And this is where people will I think this is where people will I think so far we've been safe like 10 through 8 yes. is fine. But yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, where yeah. people start having issues. Number 7. The Chauncey era red. Okay. That's just you, I grew up with it. That's one of the first alternate like when when I think about growing up and like alternate uniforms in Detroit, I think red pistons and black lions. Those are the that's two fair. things that I think yeah. of. So that's show, always gonna. Did I show you my what I my black Calvin jersey that I got on eBay a few weeks ago? <sighs> no. Yeah, it's fire. I'll, I'll show nice. you. Nice. Nice. That's fair. Actually, yeah, the, funny story. Those are, those are the ones I grew up with, so they're always gonna mean the most to me. The only Pistons jersey I ever owned as a kid was a, a red rip one. Wow. I was a jersey collector. Obviously, we've told the story many times. I had to talk about it last week. Clippers fan, uh, yeah. but I saw those red Pistons jerseys. I was like, I need to get one, and I had a rip one. You had a red Livingston one, right? I do. I still do. Yeah. Mm. I was. All right. I want to give myself a shout out <laughs> for getting a massively oversized Sean Livingston jersey at the age of twelve to the point that it fits me perfectly now. <laughs> like that was some next level. Like I'm like that jersey should. I got it when I was twelve. Yeah. It should not fit me at 18 no. years later. You're right. But You're it right. fits me better. So I'm very I'm very happy that I made that decision to get a massive one. Good stuff. Number seven is one that you already said, and I kind of wish I flipped seven and six here, but I can't because we locked yep. it in. No. Yep. It's the Red City Edition with the blue racing stripe. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I have that at so, seven. So, yeah, a little bit higher up. So, you did like – I was a little bit worried about that. I thought I was going to get some pushback no, for I, it being too the modern. The jersey, it was different. It was the first time in a while they did something like different that was good. I like the blue racing stripe touch. Uh, red pops. I like the blue. It wasn't like navy blue. It was more like a, a closer to a royal blue. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was one of their like – that was trending in the right direction of like – innovative good pistons alternate jerseys because it had been pretty bad for a while uh you know what wasn't bad coming in at number six was the the grant hill horse era red the burgundy yeah the burgundy Mm -hmm. that's number six i don't even need to say anymore that's number six interesting uh, number you have six, it higher. You have it higher. Number six for me, and I wish I actually now that I think about, it, I wish this was seven and the uh, racing stripe, the red and blue racing stripe was six. I like the racing stripe ones that I just mentioned more than my number six, which is the red alternates that you talked about. I like the touch of the racing stripe. Hmm. Looking back at the the going to work era red, it was post going to work era, but those guys, um, they were cool. But it was just a red jersey. Set can pistons. I? We're at the halfway point right now. We're about to do number five. Can I give you one that, if I was really trying to go down the sicko route, I would have done this at number nine, but I did not. Instead, you did it at five. No, 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 no. I did, it's not on the list. So at all. honorable mention. Honorable mention. Go ahead. Was the Detroit Mission the D- D- Detroit Michigan City Edition? I thought about it. Let me tell you why that that's we, a, that's we, my honorable mention. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me why you like that jersey. I'll tell you we, why. I look, like that jersey. we've talked about it on the show. I feel like a handful of times that you and I both we think that you know writing the name of the city mm-hmm. and Detroit, it's very unique. And yep. to me, I think people always got caught up in the oh well, you're just copying what is it Denver? You look copying, like Denver, copying yeah. Indiana, and it's like. Yeah, because those are fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> just because you're copying doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, I'm with you. I liked them. I'm glad. I'm glad you remember that. I thought, looking back, like I'm picturing it in my head now, like that jersey. Like it was fine. I think honorable mention is a good place for it. Um, but yeah, I think what sold me. I've never seen, and maybe I'm wrong, and I can't think, but I've never seen the city and the state on a jersey. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I think I think some of it we gassed it up because of how much people hated it. So there's this sort of an uneven balance of like, no, 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 these are fire. They're not. They're oh, just okay, they're but they're not. They're not awful. Yeah, they're fine. They're not awful. They're not it. great. Yeah, right. And that's it. Um, You're five. Yep, number five. Current era red. Current like lightning bolt on the side with the the, the teal hit. The ones that we the pulled red out city last editions. year. The, the, yep, the, the new red 75th city editions. anniversary. Well, you know. Yep. The, I wouldn't call them new. They're done now. Well, they're done now. But yeah, yeah. one year. I would. I would go with uh, with you those. You had that at five. At five, love those. I do too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just love them a little more. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm right, shocked that you had that that low. I got something on this. I got something in this top five that is gonna. It's gonna ruffle some feathers. This is a shot. People are probably disgusted by this list. What do you got uh, at number five? The 1978-81 blue jerseys with the bolt says Detroit has a bolt oh. under it. Um yep. just very clean. Obviously iconic. I think they're even in 2K. Uh I think those blue Detroit ones with the bolt under are in 2K they Maybe. used to be. Maybe. Everybody knows those jerseys, I think. Um fire. 
I tell you what, you're getting it. That's, that's my number four. So you can just go. Yeah, that's my number four. Okay. So you can go ahead. Number four for me is one I had never seen until doing research for this. 1962, I believe, to 69. A white jersey says Pistons in cursive blue. In cursive, yeah. Very, just clean, but still has some, like, pizzazz with the Pistons and in cursive with blue it was very it was very clean like i'd like to see them bring those back those were pretty fire i always liked those because they remind me of like a like when the royals were a thing yeah like you're talking about the kansas know. city royals i'm talking no 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 no. i'm talking about like uh like oscar roberts oh okay yeah 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 that's fair yeah these were clean all right i liked them i hadn't i hadn't seen them before this is a good pick that's a really good pick thank you no, number three this is it okay yep My third favorite Pistons uniform of all time. It's the Summer League Blues. The the Summer League away uniforms. Those look the like blues. the Jazz jerseys. Love them. That is the. It is one of the best blue uniforms that the Pistons. The, and I'm not. And I I think this whole minimalist approach that designers are taking to like like with the Cavs and the Jazz. I think it's boring and annoying. Uh. But <laughs> I say that just to say that I just I love the, the the deepness, the royalness of the blue. I wish there was sure maybe a little something else going on with it. But uh, as somebody who has historically hated uh, the Pistons road uniforms, like literally my entire life, I love those because I don't I hold don't on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have questions. Actually, no, okay. I have statements. This is what this was. For. I knew this was going to be bad. It's okay. Not only do you have their summer league jersey as which number is basically three, a practice jersey, which yeah. is basically a practice jersey at number three. Yeah, you like those more, and I don't even like. I don't care for the road ones. They're fine. They are what they are. But those mm-hmm. are at least have like different. Co- those are like better than the summer league jerseys. Are they? What do you li- I like? I think if you they, just like the so blue, if they, the, but it's yeah. the same blue. <laughs> It just looks just like an like, actual jersey. I just like how it's only blue and white. I don't like how blue and red looks when it's the away uniforms. Okay. It's, it's like, list. you know, here, here's the thing, though. It's been tough being a Michigan State fan my whole life. I hate green. Do you really? I don't like wearing green. What's your favorite? What are your top three favorite colors? University blue is my favorite color. Like Carolina, we are, we are, yeah, we're aligned in that way. We both really like that. Yeah. Um, anything pastel, and and it's really going to change uh, on my mood and on the day beyond that. But university blue, through and through, is my favorite color. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Number three for me has already been said. It's the uh, the burgundy, Grant Hill era, right? Teal, right? Era jerseys. Okay. Now, these next two, this is where it gets boring, right? I feel like the real meat and potatoes was like six through three. Because yeah. we went safe, and then the end is like, well, what are you going to do? I think you my know? number one will surprise people. Uh, no, nah, they, f- they follow me on Twitter. Number two, the white teals. So not the teals, yeah. but the white ones. Those didn't you know? make my list. I think those might be, I say they might be the best uniforms of all time, and I, and they're not number one, so clearly there's <laughs> one that's better. But, uh, no, if there was, like, if I could get a Cade, I think it's mainly the shorts that I like so much with those. That's fair. I just think those shorts would go with absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, imagine a Sadiq Bay 41 white teal. Yeah. Come on. I mean. That'd be great. What do you might, got? You might not need to imagine it. Um. Number two for me is the teal. I think it's oh 
it's I've talked about it at nauseum ad nauseum. The creativeness of the nineties with the the cartoonesque characters, the the obscurity and the color. Um I love the shorts. I love the co- I love that color of teal. Like I just I love that color. I don't know what it is. I think most people in my age bracket would agree. We grew up in the nineties with the Panthers and the San Jose Sharks biting the stick and um other the Anaheim Ducks were yeah. it was like the they, they had like Ducks. the teal and pur- like purplish kind of a thing. You, you mean know? this? James is pulling something out. This is not a visual podcast. Oh, while James is gone and, and getting something, what's he showing me right now? I have to do this for you guys. James is standing up. He's showing me. Oh, he's got a sweater. Oh, he's got a duck sweater. Okay, yeah, that's hard. Ooh, that's real nice. Yeah, he's got an old duck sweater with the. He's wearing the Jason Voorhees mask and the two hockey sticks. All right, everybody, James is back. What's up? Yeah, that was hard. I got that yesterday. Nice. Good stuff. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, the teals. Teal, 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 teal. Um, iconic for from from depending on who you ask it's it's divisive i think it's beautiful i think it's well done i think it pops i love it introduced the best logo in the team's history mm-hmm. in my opinion i know there are a lot of people who are all about tradition and minimalism that was the best logo it looked the best on uniform um and it just popped the teal is number two for me i tell you what since I'm just hashing out bad takes in this episode, why don't I treat you to another one? Please. I'm hungry. The current logo? It's boring. Best one they've ever had. Best one they've ever had. Love it. Everybody hates it. There is not a logo in sports. And this is this is a this is going to be a bad take. I hate the 2004 logo. I don't hate that take. Hate it. Well, no, because they I forgot in 2004, they were also still kind of using the horse a little bit. So I guess I'm mainly thinking of like 2009 to like to whenever they did the rebrand now. So there was like a six year period that they had the logo and I hated that. Uh, and then when they sort of revamped the old like bad boys, Detroit Pistons basketball, whatever. It is, I love that. I love how simple yeah, it is. I've, but the I've, but the teal horse is the best. I've argued with Vinny Goodwill, friend of the show, many times about this. I personally don't like any of the Pistons logos except the the horse one. <laughs> yeah. But I also like that goes to what, as you could tell from my list, and it, it, you could tell from just the type of person I am. Like, I like, like, more cartoony. Uh, yeah. Like the Miami Heat one, fire. Fire logo. Flaming basketball through a hoop. I don't. Yeah. I hate the Lakers logo. It just says Lakers with a basketball. Pistons just says Detroit Pistons. And I, the sure. reason that they have that logo and have kept it and have made it their brand is because they see themselves as a legacy franchise, as they should. They've won three titles. Uh, you don't. Not many franchises have won that many titles. There's only a, about a handful. So you understand why they lean so heavily into just the Detroit Pistons with the ball. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it's boring. Which before we get to our number ones, what's your did we? Did you already do your number one? No, oh. I've not done that yet. What's your favorite? People know what it is, but yeah. What's your favorite logo in NBA history? I think the Red Wings have the best logo. Hmm. Well, you said an NBA. Yeah, history but I'm just saying in general, said... the Red Wings oh, have the best logo. You okay. could do yeah, your favorite logo of all time, and then your favorite NBA logo. The old Bucks with Bango was great. Like the Ray uh, Allen era. Yeah. No, not even that. Even even earlier than that. 
um, like Lou Alcindor. Like I love when it was just like the buck as the logo. Oh, that's um, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to. Re- I, the Nuggets have had some really good ones. I like the um, one with the skyline. Yep, for sure. Um, the Cavs have even had some pretty good ones in like the Mark Price days. Like they did have some pretty good logos. Um, I. I, I the Mavs have had some really good I ones. I love the the, Ma- the, Ma- the M with the Stetson, like early yeah. Dirk. Yep, yep. Do I do I cop out? Do I just say Seattle? It's a good one. It's the easiest one, right? But not Gary Payton Seattle, like KD Seattle, like end of Supersonic yeah, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I know what you. Mean. I don't like the red. I don't like the red. I'm with not the mad green at that. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. It looks sick on my hat, but. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with Seattle there um, okay. to get us back on track. But I will say that the Red Wings are. Hey, what's going on? People said people told us uh, that Juan Soto's not coming to Detroit because Chris Illich is bad at his job. Thoughts? Yeah, we know that. Well, right, but thoughts? Not surprised. <laughs> okay, that's why I'm not watching. Uh, really quick, my favorite logo might be uh, Raptors with the Raptor. Another that's I think that would be up there with the Supersonics one, right? Yeah, just class. Just in terms of like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Have you has any has your number one been said at all? Like, have I listed your number one? Probably. I think you did. I'm, I don't remember. Go ahead. What's your number but, one but, of all time? But it's just the teal. <laughs> just the oh, regular. Oh. I haven't oh, done it yet. What was your yeah. number two? The white teal. Oh, the white teal. Regular teal. The white teal. I'm going teal, teal. Yeah, and I don't need to explain it because, yeah, yeah, it's free. What's yours, though? The Red City Editions from last year. Wow. I think that is the best jersey. Wow. I think that is the – and you know how much I love the teals. Yeah. When I saw those remix jerseys is kind of what they're called, this remix city edition that features all – obviously has the teals uh, outline on the bolt on the shorts. Yeah. Hard. Like, imagine them wearing that jersey in the Eastern Conference Finals and everybody at LCA is wearing a red shirt. You know how hard it would be to play there? That would look hard. But this is why I like the jersey. Listen. 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 Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Red. Pops automatically. Color, bright, pops. But then it says Detroit in blue with the Mm -hmm. teal outline. Like, you you would never think that red, uh, navy-ish blue – and teal would look good together, but the it's the subtle teal that like makes it pop. It's a beautiful, beautiful jersey. It really is. I, I, as somebody who has to watch them every single day, I'm kind of sad that they those jerseys will never be worn again. One of the best notes that you ever gave in your time on the beat was when you were like, Cade Cunningham has worn. Four different uniforms in each of his first four career games with the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Shout things. Shout out to Austin Drake. <laughs> Friend of the show. Uh, okay. Controversial lists. I don't think so. But maybe a few in there that people are going to be like, really? Like the Summer League jersey. People are going to be like, really? You saying that's number one. People are going to be like, really? But I don't think anything was objectively wrong. I think there are going to be people like offended that we didn't even name like the traditional Homer ways. Because they're not good. And probably. we didn't name like any bad boy era jerseys. People are going to be offended. But we're also 30 and under. 
does it astonish? Well, that's probably the easiest thing that we should write on there. I shouldn't be antagonistic and be like, well, maybe those jerseys weren't very good because it's like, <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't alive for no, it. We're 30 um, go through your 10 you- real quick, just like, you know, and, and so people, if they want to go look them up, they can. Sure. Somebody had a, a fun little question for us over email that I wanted to read. I thought you might appreciate it. Yeah, let's do that um, after. So number 10, 1819 black. Uh, number nine, the Zollner piston white. Uh, number seven, the 1920 red with the blue racing stripe. Uh, number seven, Chauncey arrow red. Number six, horse arrow red. Uh, number five, the aforementioned. His horse arrow bullet. red, he means burgundy. Sorry, yes. Um, number five was the 75th anniversary red. Number four, uh, lightning bolt blue Detroit logo, the one that James had it. I don't remember how you described it. But uh, seven, Summer League. I'm sorry. Number three. How was I doing this? I don't remember. Number three was the Summer League blues. Number two was the white teals. And number one was the teal teals. And for me, number 10, the red jersey from the Grant Hill era, 1995. You can Google that. Uh, number nine, the white jersey with the bolt introduced in 1980, brought it back in 2005. Uh, number eight, 1974-1978-ish, team's first ever red jersey. Number seven, uh, 2019 Red City Editions with the blue racing stripe. Number six, the Chauncey Rip Tayshon era red alternates. Uh, number five, the 1978-81 blue jersey with, with the bolt under Detroit. Number four, 1962 to 1969-ish, white jersey with pistons in cursive and blue. Beautiful jersey. Number three, the burgundy jersey from the Grant Hill era, Mateen Cleaves era. Number two is the teal jersey. Uh, the I was going to say something that I shouldn't have said. Um, and number one is last year's red City Edition remix jersey. Just moi. Whoever designed that jersey, I, I wonder if I know them. I hope they got a raise. Shout that out to Big one, Sean. That was one of the firest jerseys of all time. We actually should be thanking Big Sean this year, right? I don't. I think I don't so. want to say anything that's like mean. I don't. Listen. I wrote a oral history of the Teals in yeah. 2019. How they came about, the origin of them, all that stuff. Jerseys take a few years. You have to go through a process. This is this was mm-hmm. in the works before Big Sean. Or, sorry. Uh, everyone knows the teals are coming back eventually. So, yes, this is in the work. This That was in the works before Big Sean. Let me, let me do a quick, let's test my friendship to you. Yeah. I have to try to remember the name of the jersey that you found. For a guy who never wore the teals, I have to try to remember that guy's name. That was such a fire story that I stumbled into. So the only thing I'm going to ask is if, is if you give me the first initial to his last name. A. And while I think about it, you can ex- tell this story to people who might not know. Yeah, so uh, I want to say, what year was Andre Drummond's last year? Was that 2020? 19? That was uh, 2019. So that year, I want to say in the fall, the Pistons equipment manager, Kong, John, uh, I, can't, I can never say his actual last name, Kong, uh, opened up the vault of Pistons' old, uh, you, like, worn gear. Yeah. And 
Um, so he had boxes and boxes and boxes of, of every era stuff that was worn. It was pretty much bigger, too big for everybody there, unless you were able to get, like, point guard stuff or, like, there was a Darko warm-up, like, that he actually wore. And there was a um, – I got Chris Burke, our, now our former Lions writer, an athletic draft writer, a, um, a Vaughn – or Loy Vaught Pistons jersey. If, I think Loy Vaught played at Michigan – game worn. So, yeah, that's the type of stuff that was in this in these boxes. So, one day it was going to be open to the public that night. There was a game that night and all that stuff was going to be out there, but there was shoot around in the morning. So, after shoot around the players and the media, we got to go look through this stuff first and and get anything we might want. I had family and friends hit me up like, "Hey, can you get me this? Can you get me that? Can you get me this? Can you get me that?" Everything was ten bucks. Everything. So if you stumbled into game worn Grant Hill shorts, ten bucks. Everything was ten bucks. And so I'm rummaging through stuff, looking through a, a box of teal jerseys, and I found. Do you have the? Do you want me to just tell the story? Do you want to guess? What I it? can't remember the name. Right. I keep wanting to say Clay Aiken. That's not him. <laughs> Close. Well, <laughs> the <laughs> uh, people are going to know why that's funny uh, as I tell the story. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm rummaging through. You're gonna laugh once you find out who it is. Okay, okay. And why? And you? Why are you saying Clay Aiken's funny? Uh, I shouldn't say funny, but uh, ironic. Um, I'm rummaging through a box and I find a jersey that says Amiki on the back. Amiki. And in my mind, I'm not. I'm just. I'm reading it as Amici. Like John Amici, the NBA player, yeah, yeah, yeah. who, yeah. if you're not familiar with John Amici, the reason you may be familiar with his name, he played in the late 90s, early 2000s. He was the first NBA player to come out as gay, which, why are you saying Clay Aiken, the irony in that. Right. Um, so I'm reading it as Amici. I'm just thinking that's how his last name was spelt. And like, that's just in my mind, like the A-M-A-C-H or A-M-A-C, like I'm just thinking Amici, but I realized as I'm reading it, it's it says A M A E C K I, Amiki. I'm like, huh. I was like, I know John Amici, but he, one, never played for the Pistons. And two, I don't know who Amiki is. Like, maybe I, there's just somebody I had never heard of. Yeah. So, long story short, I ask Kong, I ask p- people in the organization who have been there for many years, I'm like, who's Amiki? Who's Amiki? And they're like, I don't know. And then uh, there was somebody who was like, I'm pretty sure he was like a training camp guy that maybe only played in the preseason. And I did my Googles like for one day. I like spent hours like, who the hell is a Miki? Like maybe like, yeah, summer league guy or a training camp guy or a foreign guy. Couldn't find anything. So I'm like, this has to be a John Amici jersey. Just spelled wrong. Yeah. But I was like, he never played for the Pistons. So. I ended up doing more research, and it turned into a story. You can Google uh, the mysterious Pistons jersey on Google The Athletic, and the story will come up, where I spent a week trying to figure out why there's a John Amici, supposed to be John Amici, Pistons jersey made up. Moral of the story, you should still read the story because it ties into Grant Hill and Ben Wallace uh, in the trade. Long story short, either Amici was going to sign with the Pistons or he was going to be part – instead of Ben, be part of the Orlando-Detroit trade. And they had a jersey mocked up, and they spelled it wrong. And I, John, the story ran 
and then John got back to me on Twitter after it ran. I couldn't get to him before the story. He said he would often get like his name misspelled on jerseys. Like it was wow. just yeah. So go check that if you haven't read that thing I wrote in like 2019-20, yeah. uh, the mysterious Pistons jersey uh the athletic. It's almost like having a a Hawks Carmelo jersey. It's kind of yeah, like essentially. Also, uh, and there's a rumor out there. There's a rumor out there that somebody owns Everybody knows the story of how Kobe was almost a piston, right? Like that's a like oh, people yes. know that, right? Yeah. yeah. There is a rumor out there. May or may not be a rumor, may or might not just be true. Somebody owns the mocked up Kobe Bryant Pistons jersey that they thought the deal was going to get through and they mocked up a jersey and somebody owns it. Can't say who, won't say who. I, I don't even I have never seen the jersey, but I know somebody has it. That's insane. Do you know it would have been would have been twenty four, right? That I don't know. That I actually don't know. It would have it would be cooler if it was eight, right? That would look cooler. I agree, but do the Pistons? I'm trying to think. Do the Pistons have eight retired? They got every other number retired. <sighs> Here we go with this again. For people who, if you don't know who Kong is, Kong is the one who was like peanut butter and jelly, and Cade was like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, that was Kong. He does. So I wrote, yeah, wrote a story on Kong and what it takes. Like I followed him along on a week long road trip, like. Yeah, the equipment manager is putting in a lot of work. Shout out to Kong. That dude is a machine. Yeah. Uh, high up on the list of people that we should get on the show, I think Jordan's probably still, I almost said public enemy number one, the opposite of public enemy number one, target number one. Yeah, we have we have a, there's a good list of behind the scenes people we should get. We got time now. Do people know, we should get, who's the, the best behind the scenes guy? Uh, what's his name? Troy Weaver. We should get him on the show. Do people know about him? Uh, I have a question from uh, a lovely emailer. Now, I will say this. Say the email uh, again so people, oh, I have to it address the, the Twitter thing too. Bun and Cardigan, like A-N-D, not the ampersand. Yeah. Bun and Cardigan at Gmail. I will say, uh, last week I read somebody, I was reading people's names cause I don't know. I was just like, people probably want to, you know, like, Hey, it's me reading the email. Like, yeah. you know, say their name. I think it's cause I've, we also had some people be like, Hey, if you do read this email, leave my name out of it. I think I'm just not going to say names, not going to say names anymore just cause I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. So we're just going to read what you guys say. Or, um, or if you want your name said, uh, or if you don't just tell us if you don't want your name said. I'm just not going to say right, it because some people it's like just easier. Outs. No, I know, hundred um, percent. But hey, guys, what kind of equipment do you guys use to make beats? And any tips that you have for someone looking to get started? Also, James, uh, I saw the Tottenham shout out in the shoe video. My only question is, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Thanks. Also, his um, email signature uh, is super based. It's about Edward Snowden. It's super based. I don't know either of those things. Um, so for making beats, I used Logic Pro X, okay. and I had like an Akai keyboard that I would use. I, now I just kind of use my keyboard on my laptop. Uh, I do a lot of sampling, so it's not like I'm not beating. It's a lot of like looping and slowing down and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so I use Logic. And then I'm a Tottenham fan because where I grew up, there I was friends with a lot of Mexicans. And Giovanni Dos Santos, if you're a soccer fan and you remember Giovanni Dos Santos, obviously a big name for the Mexican national team. He, when he went to the Premier League, he played for Tottenham. And I love Giovanni Dos Santos, so mm. I kind of followed him there. Clint Dempsey was there around that time. Um, oh. So, yeah. And I followed them. That's been my club ever since. So since about like 08. 
I, when I was growing up, I was maybe in like high school, maybe late middle school or something. And I would wake up early to watch Chelsea play Premier League games because whenever I would play FIFA, I liked the blue team. And so Chelsea was the blue team. And so I was a big Chelsea fan. And then I grew up and uh, it was like when David Luiz was there. It was a little bit actually before that. David Luiz. Yeah, it was a little bit before that. Um, another question. I like. I like this one. What do I'm going to water to make beats. You don't need an answer. Oh, uh, I just use GarageBand. I've used GarageBand for like eight years. Became proficient in it. Basically, yeah, do good. I have any tips for people looking to get started? Um, listen to a lot of old music. I love sample based beats. So listen to a lot of old music. Try to look gonna, something up. I'm going to tell you something. You don't need to know. Obviously, having any inclination as to what music theory is would help, and your your understanding of actual structure and composition and how notes work would absolutely help, and it's going to make your experience so much easier. But you don't need to know all that stuff. Like no. sometimes it is just as easy as like, and it takes time, and there's like a you know just there's a craft to it. But it. yeah, does it sound good? Yeah. It might be like you know mixing and stuff like that is its own its own beast, and you got there's a lot of stuff you got to figure out. But like, don't get stressed out about not knowing about like, um, like oh this is like a one eighth e yeah. flat. Like, don't worry about Most that. Most of You're my fine. loops are offbeat. My drums are like a half schmidge. Like, I just like it raw and dirty like that. Yeah, a little bit. Almost. I was gonna say more raw, a little bit. Yeah, dude, we had an all time pause moment. Yeah, let me read it. <sighs> Texting yesterday prior to the pod trying to get it so set up. I went to see Marcel the Shell with shoes on again, again in theaters. Yeah, he's a sicko. And I uh let me, let I sent go ahead. Let's find it. Um yeah, you sent me a video of you in the theater like it's uh 19 like it's 2004 and it's a not pirating, pirating, not pirating, yeah. not pirating. <laughs> I, I see the back of somebody's head like I'm sitting here trying to watch the whole movie. And um All right, so this is I'll start here. I'll start right after you sent me the video. I said, you're yeah. the only one in there, aren't you? Your reply. There were like six other people. I said, asterisk children. Two children, you said. I said, what's the appeal yeah. of this movie? Just makes you smile and feel great and fantastic. I said, okay, I respect that. You were pitching it as some great cinema. You said, dot, dot, dot. Well, also that. It is. It is. I said, I just don't believe it. He said, check the reviews. I'm telling you, 100. I said, the reviews are done by Nick Jr., he said, I would bet anything in the world that you'd love this movie. I said, I have a black heart. And here we go. Nick's response. It'll penetrate you. I promise. <laughs> but then I said, what? And then I said, whoa. He said, holy. Pause. I said, whoa. Relax, fam. Wow. So, yeah. You knew what I meant. No, you I knew what I meant. I um, we uh, got this. E- is there go another ahead. email? Go ahead. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, we're going to water it down a little bit just in the interest of time, but we still appreciate it, and I think it's interesting. Um, hey, guys, I'm out here in Seattle, MSU grad. Go canine. Are all these the emails, Hawks. like, fairly recent? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one was sent to us the day after last week's pod came out. So it was on, like, Wednesday, I think is when okay. it was. Um, hey, guys, I'm out here in Seattle, MSU grad. Go canine on the Hawks. Shout out to Kenneth Walker. I don't think I actually don't think he's going to do anything for Seattle, though. I don't oh, think. K9. Kenneth, yeah, okay, K-9. I was thinking Kenneth go Walker. K9s, like the dog, like a team. Okay, go ahead. No, he's just a Seahawks fan who's really amped because they drafted his, yeah. uh, which, by the way, I still don't understand how he didn't get a Heisman invitation. Yeah, that's sick. But 
But anyways, uh, essentially what the question boils down to is it's about expansion. So when the league expands, uh, which players do you think end up where? Do you think this does anything uh, as far as sort of, I think what he's asking is, is it going to spread out talent so there's more of a sort of even playing field? And kind of how I want to rework this question, again, just in the interest of time, yeah. is like, if you had to guess... Well, we, should play, the... we should play that next week. The, the Pistons can only keep three guys. There's an expansion draft, and they can only okay. take, keep three guys. We, we can do something like that. My question here, though, is let's try to predict who's like the most high-level player that won't be protected and could get drafted. Can I give you, off the top of my head, you know who I think might not get protected? Yeah, go ahead. I have an answer, too. If I'm Minnesota, I'm not protecting D'Lo. I think there's one higher than that, but I agree. You think so? I think if somebody wants to take him and take his money, I think they're just going to be like, yeah, go ahead. If, if that's how you want to start a franchise. Three, if you can only protect three, yeah. Yeah, that's what they – because you have to do Anthony Edwards. That has to be your third. Well, I, I wanted to say Wiz- – I think Anthony would be first, to be honest. But um, I was going to say the Wizards might finally get off Beal's money that way, but I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously Russ wouldn't get protected. That would solve all the Lakers' problems. Is that higher than D'Angelo Russell right now, though? I mean, D'Angelo's a better player right now. Right now, yeah. yeah so for sure. That's who you were going to say, though? I was going to say Bradley. I just don't think that they... The Wizards I, aren't want ready to rebuild. If, if, if that's how Clearly. it ended, if it ended with not a trade, not him signing somewhere else, yeah. but the Wizards not protecting him and him going to Vegas or Seattle, that is the epitome of... Um, out with a whimper, not with a bang. Yeah, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. I would mauled over that. I would be really pissed off. Well, let's do it really quick. If the Who do you think Troy would protect if he could only protect three players and everybody else, one player can get picked from this pool of, what would it be, 12? Who, what the three, three that he would protect would yeah. be Cade, Sadiq, Duran. I agree 100%. I think it would be those three. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's why we... That's why we do this fucking show. That's why we do this show. Yeah, I agree. There would be those three, no question. Um, So, yeah, Bun and A-N-D, B-U-N-A-N-D, Cardigan, I'm not going to spell it out, at gmail.com is where you can send questions for us or notes or anything you want, and we'll read it every show. Uh, Lastly, to put last week to bed, everyone's wondering about the Twitter account. It did not get blocked. It did not get banished. I deleted it. It was... To me, first of all, all the support for you on there was great. There was nothing really bad. Um, I deleted it because we don't really need it. It's unnecessary more. We, we weren't like getting a million retweets on there. Most people would still just retweet my retweet of it. Um, we have an email now for people to send questions. And it's just, it was to me, it was just a little unnecessary for as an avenue uh, to, as we try to move forward. Uh, so... I deleted it. Nobody got us suspended or blocked or any of that. I just felt no need for it, uh, and I just feel like it's important to keep going forward. We have the email. You can send anything there. I will tweet out the pods every week we do them, and, yeah, that's it.
Cool. And for everybody who sent us in some stuff uh, after, what, Thursday, th- Wednesday's episode, uh, I have read everything that you guys have said. Um, by the end of the week, I should be able to get to respond to most of those. So, already, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you're feeling generous. Even if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can leave five stars. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.